Hey, folks, uh, it's T here with Life in the Patio. On today's show, we're going to talk about Texas Governor Greg, Greg Abbott's announced plan to pardon a man convicted of murder before he's even been sentenced. That's right, you heard me correctly. Abbott wants to let this guy <laughs> off the hook for killing a BLM protester. As always, there's more to the story. No surprise, the Austin DA is speaking out against this decision, but it's not just the Austin DA. Look, this is right versus left. This is culture wars at its best. We've been talking about the Bud Light controversy. We're going to tell you what the VP said leading up to that, which probably makes a lot of sense when we talk about it. Let's shift gears for a minute. Have you seen the video of the female swimmer who was assaulted uh, by the trans activists by speaking on women's rights? It, yeah. it ought to insult everybody. Then we're going to talk a little bit about China. They're up to some old tricks. They actually <laughs> set up a blockade around Taiwan. You can't make this shit up, folks. We also have a surprise tonight. We've been talking about it. Uh, I'm going to put it on camera here. Hoggo's got something for us. Marty, what's Hoggo got, got for Hulgo? us? Ready? Show us what Hoggo's got. We're ready. What's Hoggo got for us? Uh-oh. <laughs> Old Rip Van Winkle in studio. Ooh, Unfortunately, wee. Gary's not with us because um, yep. if he can make it in before the show's over, we're going to do what we said, and we're going to sample Old Rip on the air tonight. Got a good deal on it. But while we're talking about that, here with uh, almost a normal crew, Fortenberry, what are you up to this fine morning, evening, day? However you want to look at it. Uh, you know, morning, just, evening, yeah, day. All of it. Start, start the week off. You it know. depends on when you're listening to it. Man, we started uh, started ball this week uh, for our kids. And man, we are running ragged. Uh, just t-ball and, and coach pitch and still got dance going on. And you dancing? I'm, you yeah, dancing. I'm dancing. Dirty, Hold, da- dirty pole dancing. dancing. Dirty I'm dirty dance. So we're going to record live from your bedroom and watch you pole dance. I'm assuming it's in your bedroom. Or is it in your, L- your living, or, living, living room? room? Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, that way if the guests come in, they have access to it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody puts Jamie in the corner. <laughs> so. Marty Marr, uh, he has showed up with the old rip. How are you doing and today, he's on Marty camera. Marr? He's, and on, he's camera. on camera. Yes. Oh. And he's great. Quite. I just want to give a shout out to Wenzelbeggs and Kyle Coquit for us to uh, Helping have us, an opportunity uh, to get this bottle. Oh, it's, yep. it's that, Kyle? Yeah, I didn't realize it was that Kyle when y'all yeah, said of Kyle. A bit more. Up towards it. There we go. Something about that mind. I don't think when you use Gary's mic on anybody but Gary, do you think he has it programmed where it only works? No, I think Gary's not scared of slender objects in his face. That's probably Everybody true. Everybody else has a one. DW, back in studio. How are you, DW? Terry says, back in studio. Like, I've, I've been here, T. I missed a few weeks. He episode? just missed me so bad. Yeah, I was here last I week. I guess he was here last Yeah, week. he was. Yeah. just feel like I feel. Gone. I feel pretty good. I butt chugged a couple Bud Lights before we came in here. You know, that's the only way to do it, Bud. Light. I know now. That's it, right? Yeah, that's right. I feel great. There's no other option but to butt chug it. Got to. Oh, Terry's already got a technical. He's, he's pulling the plug on my mic. No, that's what, <laughs> he's like, I got to take his mic out. <laughs> Maybe that was wrong though, because apparently they're moving away from Just. the fraternity view and into the. A different world. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but let's get right into the stories today, folks. Right into it. Right into it. So we talked, Texas man sentenced to murder. Have you guys, are you familiar with this story, fellas? I vaguely. At all? Okay, so during 2020, there was an Army sergeant. Let me make sure I get his name correct. Was he, re- he was retired, right? Or- Daniel Perry. No, he was yep. still in the Army. Still, still active. Yeah, he was still active. He was out uh, doing an Uber call. He was out to pick up some folks from Uber. And uh, it was during the uh, George Floyd uh, murder uh, or people upset about George Floyd. They were protesting all over the U.S. He pulled down the street. He stopped to allow a paraplegic woman across the street. And when he did, his car become encircled 
by BLM protesters, one of which was carrying an AK-47, wearing a vest, and had a huge knife on his hip. Now, this is where the stories, the BLM I'm guessing his vest wasn't, uh, like, level four or nothing. I have no idea. But <laughs> probably all, not. All I know. He had the ones off Amazon. It's probably, probably. level cotton. But <laughs> I uh, think it said neoprene. Yeah. But still, <laughs> I mean, it still can, he just wore it for the look. Yeah, the swimsuit on. The best pro shop life jacket. It definitely didn't protect him. So, uh, apparently, they approached and circled the car. Now, the BLM protesters say that he never raised his gun. The driver says he raised his gun when he did. He shot him and killed him. Then they opened fire on this guy, and he took off running. Well, Texas has one of the uh, strongest stand-your-ground laws in the union. However, when you're George Soros-backed DA, and people say, oh, they say that every time, but it's true. Th- that's, this is how the, the left is taking over these blue states is by taking over the legal system. They're taking over the DAs. They're, 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 they're supporting these DAs that have decided they're not going to enforce the laws unless they like the laws. And like, they only like the laws when law-abiding citizens are being uh, threatened. Well, if this happens too often, look at the couple in St. Louis. Look at uh, New York right now, Chicago. All these DAs are agenda-based. Yeah. I mean, they'll let criminals out, but then they'll go after people that really shouldn't be going after I mean, to me, yeah. this guy is just a epitome of F around to find out. I this mean, guy faces life in prison. So they haven't done the sentencing yet. And unlike other states, Abbott can't just pardon the guy. It has to go the, for the parole board to agree to pardon him on uh, these grounds. And, you know, I'm not so sure they're going to do so it. So he was found guilty by a jury of his peers. Yes, but it's in Austin. Have you ever been to Austin? Yes. Austin is weird is the name of Austin. And it's the reason I got they're proud of living, They're proud of it. Live in Austin. So, and it, it, it's different. It's not. Right. It's a red island in the middle of a blue So state. can I tell you about my experience with Austin can, before can, you jump can, on it? I got something just. Unless it's based on Austin. No, no, what it is. But it, okay, okay, go ahead. Would a jury of your peers not be people who are like-minded like you? It depends on who's picking your jury. Look, but I no, guarantee but, but you. But to be a jury of my peers, I would expect them to be white conservatives. Yeah, but they, it, I don't think that's actually but the that definition of what the peers. that is what my peers would be. Yeah, but that's not what it I'd means. I'd fight in court. I'd want, I'd want you'd, act, you'd literally jump up and fight. All right, Heck. DW, what's your awesome story? Your awesome story. Man, we showed up. We had a really, really late flight. We got delayed like four times out of Memphis. We were supposed to be in Austin at noon. We are going to hang out, do some things. We are going to a volleyball tournament. Um, surprise. In surprise. Houston. So we stopped in Austin. We were driving to Houston the next day. And, man, we got into Austin about 11 p.m., left the airport. It's about 11.30 by the time we got a rental car, headed out, stopped at a Wendy's. I'm getting a background every time you talk. Yeah, I feel some fuzz. I hear some fuzz when I talk I to you. Uh, started heading to our hotel. Under every overpass in Austin, there were hundreds of homeless people with tents and shops set up. and all. It was just strange, man. There was a bicycle repairman, a vehicle repairman. Seriously, like they had signs for businesses in their yeah. little homeless area. Capitalism, I love it. Um, it, it was just wild. And there was like the bead lady that it's sold like, beads. It's like the it's wild, just, wild west. It, I, it was, I love it was it. weird I'm, I'm to the point that. where it didn't make me uncomfortable, but it did make Amanda uncomfortable when we parked to walk to our hotel because we had to park in a garage several blocks away. And just all the people asking you for money and different things made her uncomfortable. Hey, my, my first day in Nashville when I was working, we saw a lady uh, perform fellatio on a guy on the corner. So, yeah, them homeless are wild, man. How'd it feel? 
It made my mouth. Hold on. You did what? You saw what? Well, what did you just say? Our first day in Nashville, me and Andy was uh, working in Nashville. The lady was performing fellatio on the street, on the middle of the street. Now, nowhere in Nashville have I ever been. I haven't seen Oh, dude, homeless in Nashville are big. It yeah, is. I'm, I don't mean physically. I mean, there's a lot of them. <laughs> you don't mean they're fat. They're are, obese. So oh, you're are you describing the gentleman you saw? Yeah, yeah like I said, I mean, it, my throat. I'm my, pretty sure the noise is actually due to the batteries getting low, but okay. we'll try to make it through. We'll see if we make it through. Yeah. Look, homeless is a real problem. It's a real problem, but I want to talk a little more about this. You mean the unhoused? The unhoused. Uh, Travis County District Attorney uh, Jose Garza expresses his concern about the governor's intention to pardon him, who was found guilty of murdering Black Lives Matter protester Garrett Foster. Uh, the attorneys for Perry claim he acted self-defense. Uh, Abbott has criticized the conviction and asked the board to pardon him. His fiance Whitney Mitchell, believes Abbott's action has taken away the justice this was the BLM protester, I'm sorry, has taken away the justice and relief that the jury critic brought to her. I saw I saw a conviction. interview with the police officer, uh, one of the cops that was on the uh, case, and uh, he said the DA removed almost 100 uh, documents from his uh, slideshow he had for the indictment. It, it, why, why do you think this is? Is it because he's a white man? No, no, it's because uh, it's a feather in the cap. It's somebody who is against the BLM movement. So it wouldn't matter. They did not. It was they didn't get Kyle Rittenhouse, so we might as well get what we can. Mm. Look, this story is going to be around I mean, for a while. I mean, th- thank God for Abbott trying. You got to gotta present proof. You know, I for heard both a, sides. I mean, it makes well, it kind of hard when they're getting rid of proof. Well, it's his said she. Yeah. He said she it said, is, exactly. and the witnesses claimed that they did not see him raise his weapon, even though the guy reports that he did. But in reality, if you th- if all right, it doesn't. It, I want to I mean, put if, you in that position. If he says he feared, exactly, he feared for his so life. So I want to put you in that position. At risk. So you already know what's been going on across the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. You have a weapon with you. You drive up and people surround your car. What is that? With what, an AK forty seven. What kind of firearm does he have? It does, it's this a whole, pistol, I believe. It's a what? pistol. Okay, it's a pistol. This whole thing about people pointing a gun at you and it takes that to. To make you fear for your no. life is dumb. You're, you're, dumb. You can fear mob, your life well before Mob that. mentality. If I'm walking with mentality. my gun, you meet me in an alley, and you pull a gun out of your pocket, I'm going to probably shoot you. If I walk in an alley and there's a group of you all surround me, I'm going to start shooting. Look, I've taught my son. I was taught if someone brings a gun or if somebody pulls a gun, you should assume they're going to use the gun. The dumbest Absolutely. thing and is And I've a told man, them you never pull a gun unless, unless you're going to use it. To yes. pull the trigger. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Never. It's not a threatening nope. device. It's that's the, right. the dumbest thing is a man that says he does I don't fear anything. Men do that kind of shit, right? I don't, I'm not scared of anything. Well, yes, you don't. are. Fear is healthy. Dude, I shoot a spider in a heartbeat. <laughs> you're scared to death of a spider <laughs> and a clown. And a clown. No, but fear is a very How healthy a thing, clown? and you should still have it. A, a spider with a clown mask? Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh. I'll put a genocide out on them. So that's all it would take to put you down. Heart attack. A heart attack. Flat, a spider cold, with a clown mask. Cold. Or, or a, a, a clown with a spider mask. Either one, I guess. Oh. Well, yeah, but they would need like a clown with like eight arms and legs. Not a, clown, not a spider mask. That's that's Maybe a spider with a clown so mask. It, so hold on. It I'm not was scared a clown. of either one of them. That's creepy. So it was a clown. That was actually a spider. So that you that movie you cannot watch. That is your epitome of nightmare right there. Well, the other thing is, uh, it turned into what you were scared of the most. He would freak out. Well, he'd be he'd freak out because he wouldn't know what to turn to. He'd just keep going back for the clown spider, and he'd just like. And then I, I never saw the new one, but I read somewhere where it's but they like having sex with children. 
See, I thought it was the first half, it was good. The second half, I didn't watch. Apparently, that's that, when they had sex with all the little been. boys. Yeah, it, it's I lost ridiculous. something. Yeah, apparently, I didn't. I didn't know that either. I missed something. Yeah, uh, Bud Light. Y'all know. Uh, Speaking of having sex with children, <laughs> <laughs> but welcome, Bud Light. I don't know about you guys, but even in our local store, you couldn't find Coors Light this weekend. Dude, Bud Light was Bud stacked Light up was, six feet was high. stacked up six feet high. All their products. Yeah, and I think everybody's wearing it with a. Um, with a bit of a badge, the fact that every store is full hey, of Bud Light. We was at a crawfish bowl, and we consciously looked to see what everybody brought in. Did anybody bring a, Bud Light? A few people brought in a Michelob's, and we made fun of them. Well, but see, I'm not so sure they knew. They probably didn't realize no, Michelob's. Well, one was. guy told me, he said, man, somebody gave this to me. I said, well, you know, your free beer is different. All right, so three I'm days. Not, I'm not going to make fun of you. If Two I want to drink a Michelob, I'm going to drink a Michelob. Oh, I'll make fun of you. March, March 30th. Hold on, let's back up here. March 30th. I'm not going to drink it. Bud Light's Vice President, Elisa Heinerscheid. If that don't speak woke, I don't know what does. That sounds spoke German. Spoke on a yeah. business podcast and claimed that the brand had been in decline for a really long time. This is before the Mulvaney thing. The brand needed to attract more female and younger drinkers or there will be no future for Bud Light. She wanted to update Bud Light's fratty and out-of-touch branding with inclusivity to appeal to a wider audience. Well, by God, she got what she wanted, didn't uh, she? I have okay. several things to pack. You go first. I was thinking about Bud Light, as a, just Bud Light, it, not the whole Anheuser-Busch. So that's a, that's a bigger story. Yeah, they were thinking about Bud Light being Friday, but is that not who their clientele is? Well, so you're you know, saying you're alienating your clientele. Marty speaks and make a, makes a really relevant point. They have a lot more under their flag than Bud yeah, Light. Well, what Bud they, Light. Here's what they didn't pan on, though. The right typically does not do a good job of boycotting anything or organizing a boycott or stopping buying anything. And this is the one time they said, screw that. I got options. And well, I'm let me tell you right now, everybody is everybody that drinks beer knows. I mean, you know what your buddies drink. It's you a, got it's, people that'll live and die with. Yeah, it's Light. a badge of honor. What people drink. Yeah. Even if, I mean, people argue and, and give each other shit about what beers they drink. I, Look, dude, I can go through right now my list of friends. I can tell you what everyone on beer. I tell you what beer they drink. Name, it's important. I tell you podcast, what I drink this weekend. Name the podcast drinkers plus Marty. I tell you what I drink this weekend. I drink bourbon, and it wasn't old 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 Rip Van Winkle. And I drank Love Honey, Lost Forty that we Love talked about. Well, I tell you right now. Yep. Tell you drinks Mick Ultra or Bush Light. He'll drink kind of whatever. I drink Bush. You'll drink some IPA that you bring in. You vary on your IPAs. Right. Gary don't drink beer. Speaking of Marty, which, Marty drinks Bush Light. Bush Mar- Light. Marty tried. It's easy, he, it's easy right? Mar- yeah. Marty only had your about. IPA left in his fridge, and he did not. I had one of Donnie's beers, and uh, I, I tried to get Coors Light. I got Miller Light yesterday, and I love honey. You know, uh, my wife, who loves Ultra Gold, went and bought IPA, Miller Light man. today or yesterday. And, uh, and uh, look, I got to say, he's like Miller Light. It's not very good. So I'm not a fan of Miller. So I've, I've been drinking Yingling. Uh, I've, I've done Yingling, Yingling is Anheuser Busch. Yingling's good. No, it's though. Not. Are you sure? Yeah, it's the Yingling's own product. It's the oldest. Uh, I thought. Nope. Uh, as a matter, as a matter of fact, okay. they came out and endorsed Trump in 2016 and got boycotted Dang by it. Gays. Let me look. I, I'm gonna look right now. Oh yeah, y'all afraid to look? I'm gonna look. I don't have a clue how to spell Yingling. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, well, I think uh, it's Y E U. Here's the question: Is Yingling beer woke? Hmm. They used to be bottled by Coors, I believe. 
I like Coors, <laughs> like, by the way. And I'm talking about the banquet. I'm talking about the yellow. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, I like that's those. Awesome. Hey, Miller High Life, the Pony Kegs. That's okay, a good beer. I like it. Yep. All right. But but still, so they made a conscious decision to do this because they felt their brand was in decline, even though Bud Light is the flagship brand so, so, of beer. So let me say this. And this starting off with the, them being declined, she's probably not wrong. As far as they're losing market shares. And here's the reason I say that. But they're losing well, it to... Well, let me say this. They're, they're probably losing it to themselves. But us, people our age, Budweiser was our dad's beer. That's old man beer. Bud heavy. So Bud heavy. the kids below us probably look at Bud Light as the old man's beer now. So Yingling is, uh, will remain independent family owned. A six-member board of directors evenly split between Yingling and Molson Coors. Okay, yeah, so Molson. Coors. Yeah, Molson. Owns. So uh, Heiner Scheid previously worked as a marketing guru at AB InBev. That's the uh, Portuguese, I believe, Portuguese company that bought uh, yep. Anheuser-Busch before moving to take the helm as Bud Light's vice president. So another thing that's occurred, in the last 10 days, Bud Light's Twitter feed has gone dark. They haven't had a... Uh, output. A lot of people think that they have um, they're taking a look at their internals. Uh, there was a report last week that went around that said they fired their entire marketing. Cr- that was wrong. Oh, I'm sure it that was, was yeah. fake news. Yeah. That was no, fake news because yeah. I looked it up. I try. I wanted the, to right. It. Right now, they almost have to double down and hold and just hold the course. Oh, you have no choice at this point. Yeah, because they're not. If they come out and apologize or do anything like, they will catch some. They'll be boycotted from two from sides. Both sides. Yeah, you, it, it'll really, be it'll be worse. So the problem is though, it's woke. Are you really that far separated from Middle America? that you believe your clientele for a Bud Light. Uh, and we've already talked about the m- number of people that are tra- transsexual. And look, I've seen a hundred times this week, I, everybody says, hold on, guys, we're not anti-LG and B. It's the T and transitioning all of Gosh our kids. That's the problem. And, and and look, that's that should be war as a badge because for the longest these same rednecks would be anti-LGB. And they're like, no, we don't have a problem with LGBT. LGB, you're not pouring it down their throat. But the T is what people have a problem with. And look. When you I'm bring on, kids I'm, into it. But too. I'm going to tell a story here in a minute about Mr. Beast. And this guy, his his sidekick transitioning. And, and everybody will support this guy. You know what he said? He said, I don't care what pronouns you use. I feel like I'm a woman. I've started the transition. I'm having hormones. I'm not going to force you to think of me as a woman. And you know what? I don't know of a grown person who would care because it's a grown man who's decided to make transition. When we force our kid or we're, we're, we're making our decision well, about the kids, that's the problem. So here's my issue with inclusion. And I know inclusion is the buzzword of the week or the year. Hell, probably decade. But the way they do inclusion now, they do inclusion by propping up somebody, which is exclude, excluding somebody else. So, inclusion is you're welcome to drink our product. Putting something on a pedestal is what they're doing right now. Speaking of pedestal, that's a good lead-in for my next story. It's just bad marketing. Of terrible marketing. Yeah, but it's a great lead-in to my next story. Speaking of <laughs> pedestals. That's what I'm here for. Earlier this year, um, there was a swimming competition when we first got introduced to Leah Thomas. And um, there was a female swimmer by the name of Riley Gaines at the University of Kentucky who um, – she 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 came out this past week. She said how she was swimming. She was at the top of her game, and she was adamant that she would win a national title. And said out of nowhere, several weeks before national championships, this Leah Thomas began getting times 
I will say this. She was adamant she'd win, win a national title, but she finished fifth, so she must have missed that. No, anyway. she tied Leah Thomas. They tied for fifth. They tied for first. That's the swimmer. I double check. I think no, they tied for no, fifth. No, I know I'm right about this. Is they Leah Thomas the swimmer with the rudder? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the balls. But she said she started seeing Leah Thomas. Tiring like a mug. She has the, <laughs> she has the balls to swim against women. So Leah Thomas started setting times that nobody has swam ever. Which Leah Thomas, if you remember, is a transsexual. She's, si- she's he is six foot four, and he was a middle of the pack swimmer. Actually, she claimed he was over two. Well, she claimed he was doing eighth, finishing eighth, leading up to this. But now this person identifies as a female, and it wasn't until a few weeks before the national championships that she realized there was a story about Leah and how she was transsexual. So she worked hard. They literally tied to the 10th or the 100th second and was a dead tie. The NCAA came out and told Riley, uh, Riley Gaines that they tied, but they only had one award. They had not prepared for ties, that Leah had to have it so that she could be in photographs with it. So they took it away from her, basically. And she, as of yet, she has not received her trophy. She has not. Then let's fast forward to this weekend. She was at the uh, University of San Francisco or San Francisco State University, which someone invited her to speak. Which heads up, if you're gonna go speak against trans, it's probably not the best place. Go look at YouTube here. Here soon. Next move we're gonna make. You're gonna be able to see clips here. Um, Working on that now. It's more of a timing thing than it is being able to do it. We know how to do it. But trans activists. (laughs) Marty went limp over here. Trapped this woman. Riley Gaines in a room, and they were demanding ransom to let her leave. Yeah, really, they're, okay. they asked for ten dollars a piece. That's a felony. Look, I'm <laughs> telling you, no one got arrested. That's a crime. That's no one got yeah. arrested. She was in there for three hours. No one got arrested. Look, if you're look, if I had a daughter, mm. I'm gonna tell my son this. Look, if you get you come out swinging, by guys, you're going, you're getting out of there. No one's gonna hold you down. You come out and you walk out of there with your chest raised high, and if because look, them folks were not very strong; they were pretty weak looking. Well, they were men hit the hitter though. Did they actually physically? Yes, yeah. A, oh, a, a man, a man struck a, a. It was a man dressed like a woman struck her in the face. What the hell? Where's women's right? Why? Why are the women look, not? They, this out is misogyny. Women with, should be. Yes, this is misogyny with extra steps. Look, this dude has his twigs and berries. He has not made a full transition. He simply uh, said, I identify. All I ask, if you're going to commit, cut them off. If you're dedicated. I know it seems like we're stuck here, but. That's what's what's happening in society. But it's what's happening. And no one, you're not going, if you're a conservative person, you're not going to hear about it. So you hear about it here at Life from the Patio. But this woman is suing San Francisco State. And I don't blame her. She ought to sue the entire state of California because. But they did not protect this woman. They did not protect her freedom of speech. They did not protect her as a woman. Did you see, did you see the uh, the announcement the uh, dean from uh, San Francisco brought out? Or she the, should win no. without of court. Okay. The it's dean so from the University of San Francisco or, or president or whatever, she came out and said how proud she was of her students for uh, supporting uh, free speech and uh, being nonviolent. Freaking idiot. I'm, I, I don't even have a problem with them protesting. So That's what if we that would protest? All. What if we flip this and we make it racial instead of this gender thing? Because it's the same thing. It's all discrimination. No, if I was to wear a blackface and make racial stereotypes, I, first of all, I'd be buried. I got news for buried. you. If you just use a black meme, you're doing digital. Unless you're uh, Trudeau. 
right. So this leads into another story. So there, look, America's a bad place, y'all. If y'all didn't know it, it's a terrible, Marvel. terrible place. Uh, but there's a new group helping trans people flee the U.S. because it's so bad here. Okay. A nonprofit organization, you want to guess what it's named? Transport. Was <laughs> launched two you weeks ago to help that, transgender people flee the U.S. in light of the increase in the Where are they going to go, Iran? To my people? Look, I don't. the only place they could go is Canada. They're going to go to Iran so they can have that nuclear family, Jamie. Did you seek... <laughs> 30 trans people, mostly young people in their 20s, have already applied for help from the group with the majority of the demographic coming so from So is there North a place Dakota. where we can North like Dakota. Most of, there's a lot of trans people in North Dakota. Dude, you got like mm. literally, how far is it from North Dakota to Canada? How much help do you need? So I mean, You got a point. Is this one of those things where like we can donate to? Or? Yeah, so it's currently <laughs> focused on fundraising so the group can cover most of its clients' costs. Founder Ryan Azirio Wilgos is getting guess, rich off you guys. Estimates that it will cost about two thousand per person to go through the whole process. He's a coyote. He's it, this, basically this, this, no. A trans okay, coyote. so Wilgos is considering moving to Iceland, uh, ideally via a work visa. She said that some of her colleagues are considering going to Germany and Sweden. Why wouldn't you just go to Canada? I'm thinking the Middle East is beautiful this time of year. We have a we have a real problem with mental illness. And look, we had another shooting today. We should have probably led with this story. We had another shooting. Probably. Guy got fired. He went and uh, way more shot important up, than this crap. Shot up a bank in Louisville, Kentucky, where where DW's going this old. weekend. Twenty three years old. He actually wrote a letter to his parents. Look, if you lose your job, go find another damn job. There's you know, a two jobs for every person. I'm, right I'm going to say this, and this is one like that st- it really stuck in my craw. Was the first thing people were doing was anti gun? No, no, not even that. They're trying to find out what political affiliation this guy has, and he, he, he's Democrat. But that makes no difference. It, it, does people. Matter. it doesn't matter. No, who cares? But that's the first thing when a shooting happens. That everybody wants to know what gun he used and what's his political affiliation. Okay, so this cat got fired from his job. Okay, you mean Democrats can buy guns too? Oh he got, but but look. This is a this is a parenting issue. This is a guy. This is a mental illness issue. Listen, I'm I'm afraid with this generation we got coming in, we're gonna have a lot more of these, and it concerns me. You know what? You get fired for your job, go find another job. They've never been told no in their life. They've never been told you failed. Yeah, take a step back. Really take a look at why you were terminated. Change your behaviors. Me and Wes had a conversation today over this. The Wes who we hadn't heard from a long time. We need to get Wes back in here. I know we do. The Wes, and he probably great point. He said, this is the fault of Gen X. And it I was is. and I was stunned. I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, Gen X has convinced everybody that, you know, we have to listen to you. We have to take you. For, uh, you don't have to acknowledge, acknowledge you. And he brought up a great point. He said, how many times do you sit there with your son and pretend to care what Pokemon he's talking about? My dad, on the other hand, was said, son, I don't give a shit about that. Go on. I'm drinking a beer. Sometimes you need to know. That it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, this is you've really like leading me in really well. Okay. <laughs> You're leading me in about demasculinity. Oh, so that's my topic. Okay, so and, and all right, this is crazy. My wife and I had a discussion this weekend and she She's really, demasculated. She hit on something. No, it was the other. So um this was an opinion piece I found on uh, from Tim Poole. Okay. Reject modern modernity, embrace tradition. Can we bring back strong men and feminine women to the women to the action genre? So, 
What prompted um, this? Well, I can't get the link to open. Why is my link not open? But um, the wife and I this weekend had a discussion, and it started with Disney. We can, I think we blame Disney for this. Okay, I so we Disney. went from Disney having female princes that were in distress to be saved by some. But they were also the lead. They were the lead. But yeah, we they made were it, easily the most important character in yes. the entire thing. Right? But we made it a bad thing for some man to be in the league. So women needed to be powerful. They needed to be strong. And that's okay, strong women. But strong every, woman. every every, strong lead is now a woman. And men are portrayed as some weak, stupid, stupid, un, un, uncouth uh, character. And so now young boys watch these these movies, the Disney movies, they watch the action movies, they watch all these shows. And what they see is strong women. So you know what they want to be when they grow up? What do they want to be for when they grow up? Strong woman. Strong woman. So Disney, the media, not just social media, but the movies, they're all creating an atmosphere that people want to be so. their heroes. Could it be that these are the reason these men, young boys, want to be? So you used to, you could have a strong uh, female lead or a strong female character without bringing men down. And now yes. that's that's not the case. No, you have to. right now. You have to. Sigourney Weaver and Alien, that's the baddest bitch ever walked the planet. <laughs> bad chick. Yeah. But it didn't make the men look bad. No, no. The men were hardcore too, but she was just more mo hardcore. I mean. We got G.I. Jane. Yeah, G.I. Jane. There was a lot of really strong female characters. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong with strong female characters. No. It's just a lack of uh, strong male characters. Well, right now, that's the only way Hollywood can do it is to make the men look weak to prop the women up, and you don't have to do that. First off, that's insulting to women because they can be strong on their own without men being weak. Th- they can be. Um, but there's no reason that our children have to see it as such. There's no reason that the boys have to say the only way I can be strong is to be a Look, woman, or to. I, I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all watched the uh, Marvel movies and stuff. One of the grossest things I've ever seen in any movie ever was Avengers Endgame. There was a scene where all the women team yeah. up together. And I, said, I thought it was a great show. I the show was, was great. great. I thought but the this was, was so forced; it looked stupid because they just had a bunch of women. Taking on uh, Thanos. Singly, every one of the women were a badass. What's bad is that as a society, we think that the that for one thing to be good, the other has to be bad. That's it. That's a damn good point. So while we're on this, we don't talk a whole lot about reading in books, but there's a book. Probably can't see it if I hold it up. It's called Raising Men. It's written by Navy SEAL. Sniper instructor Eric Davis. I figured it would be written by a transgender. No, it's not. If you haven't if you haven't read Raising that book, Men. Buy it on Amazon, read the book. If you have especially if you have boys, just read the book. That's I'm I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna order that Raising Men. Raising Men, we'll And check no it one out. should be offended by it. It's just teaching your dude to be a gentleman and to be tough and not to be weak. And on the same note, uh, there's nothing but wrong with kind. women with women being ladies. What we've no, moved nothing. past that too. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I think in the South that we have a little bit of different view, but when you look at any television program, when you look at any portrayal of people, look, I saw a post this weekend by somebody, I don't remember who, but they said, oh, I finally saw a commercial with some white people in it because that's the first commercial I've seen with white heterosexual people in it in months. And then I started thinking, I don't watch commercials. I don't watch but, TV. But then yeah. I was thinking, 
okay, well, maybe there's something to it. But also, this leads us into, we've been talking about this for a little while, and I don't want to get deep into it, but what are toxic chemicals doing to our genitals? Shrinking our tanks. It's shrinking our tank, or no, it's expanding our tank. No, shrinking it. No, it's it because you got to measure. The, oh, the, the length from the scrub to the, to the butthole, the We've longer it is, the this, more manly you a smaller are. tank. Yeah, so we'll talk about so, that a little bit more, but is it microplastics? We'll get into it So, later. Marty, this is your first day here, so what we normally do, we talk about this, we <laughs> measure each other's yeah. tank. And then we come back next week and we see if they're smaller. So you measure mine first. Yeah. <laughs> so. You measure it, tell us how it goes. <laughs> but listen, you have to measure from the tip down. The tip of what? My tank. Um, <laughs> the tanks have a tip. I was um, going to say, there probably won't be much variation in the uh, measurements. Oh all right. Uh, Never broken hearts if you measure the tip. China. China. The China virus. Not the China virus. But China practices blockades on their last day of scheduled uh, day of military exercises around Taiwan. So they decided since, you know, we're going to see if we could possibly do a blockade around Taiwan. Well, they were. They were able to do it. And they sent live nukes. Why would they plane. not be able to do it? They sent a plane you live right into there. the area with live you, nukes. You deal with canoes. I mean. With live nukes. I mean. I'm not impressed. Look, it's it's that's going to be the next uh, war front. It's not going to be. Europe, it's going to be Asia. It's going to be Southeast Asia. And how important is uh, Taiwan to you? Well, we don't get any. We, we will not have chips anymore. If uh, and and I love potato chips. And they'll be short on their rice. So, yeah, because believe it or not, we actually provide rice. Actually, we'll probably Asia. be dumb enough to still sell it to them for some reason while we're so. <laughs> war look, with I, them. Yeah, we'll bring you some look, food. Mark our words: the next major world conflict is going to be Southeast Asia. China declares it's ready to smash any form of Taiwan independence. I believe it. I believe it. Is is this is this the hill we die on as a country? I don't know. Is it? I mean, we've died. We we've done worse. I mean, we went into Iraq for weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. I mean, I Listen. don't know what's it. What 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 is it there? That but. was to get the Stargate portals though, so we could transport through time. Yeah. Man, you didn't know that. <sighs> I, I'm torn on this because uh, Taiwan is really one of our biggest allies in that, of, in that part of the world. When you got to think about how important it is in that area because China just goes out and builds new islands in the middle of the ocean, yep. right? So all of those places over there are important to us. We have people yeah. there. We have planes there. We have and, and I'm going to say this. This is completely off the, off the hip here, but I'm not so sure North Korea wouldn't back a U.S.-led assault on China. It would be in their best interest. See, I, I envision North Korea as a crazy uncle to China. But it <laughs> yeah, may be wrong. I, 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 I don't know if that benefits them. I don't North think Korea. that they would ever do that. Though. No, no, I don't. But I, I don't know if they'd ever get involved either. Hey, t- all right. Look, I got a couple more stories here I want to touch on. A cartel kidnapped a man in Texas after he bragged about stealing $50,000 from him. <laughs> it's the yeah. cartel. What do you expect? Eric Tadeo Ramirez was taken by armed men from his residence in Laredo, Texas, to Mexico. Look, you live way too close to the border to talk talk ragged to the cartel. No. He uh, he was allegedly kidnapped. Where did he brag about it? As um, the kidnapping happened a few minutes after midnight on March 24th, when a group of men allegedly belonging to the cartel de Noreste arrived at his house in a blue pickup truck in Laredo. 
the men all wearing masks, <laughs> carrying guns, stormed the house and grabbed them. From there, they went to the port of entry and crossed the border into uh, Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. Before crossing, he tried to escape but was unsuccessful. Did they kill the guy? Let me see. You think they had? To, you think he had to show his passport when he went across? They're like, grab your passport, fool. They said it in Spanish, though. He was like, what? So he received, apparently, check this out. He apparently received a phone call from an unknown woman to whom he bragged about having stolen the 50000 from the cartel. Every Boy, man's can, downfall. Look, this is survival of the fittest, and that dude's a dumbass. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah, she called him and said, hey, get your bags back. We'll be there in a minute. That dude should have moved to North Dakota with all the other people and crossed for that $2,000 they're giving them or whatever to save some money. Why is it so hard to get Adderall right now? I don't know, but I've been wanting it. Because Jamie's eating it. <laughs> Only when I want it. <laughs> so the shortage was announced in October. It's still ongoing. Yeah, we're, making we're, patients, providers, and psychiatrists. Hey, it's not, it's not just Adderall. Uh, my kids are, uh, the medicine they take, is, they're struggling. Why is it? Is it come, coming from China? Probably hard to get Adderall because you have so many adults abusing it. Well, it's not It's <laughs> not just Adderall. No, it's it's uh, the shortage has been going on for a few months now. Like Maddie, Maddie had changed prescri- prescriptions. and uh, Really? Mm-hmm. And like, and it, on top of that, a lot of stuff they're picking up. Like, Maddie's wasn't covered. The new one she's on now is not covered on insurance, so we're paying out of pocket for it. And uh, yeah, because it's it's once you start branching off, you know, some of the stuff's not covered by your insurance. I wonder how often it's. I, what are all the? I don't have a kid that takes Adderall. I do know a lot of kids need it for. I got sir. I got look. I tell you what. I'll take mine. Bring me your house. No matter. No, no I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them. I'm not saying yours don't need it. No, I know. I just saying. I'm look, just saying. I wonder anybody, how many times it's just like wrongfully prescribed. So like I, I was I was dead set against having a yeah. Uh, what do they call it? It's not. Well, just any kind of medicine yeah, like that. Right? Any um, ADD medicine. I was dead set against it. And uh, Charlie told me she said. Just imagine if you go your entire life being told, no, stop, don't do that, quit. And it kind of sunk in that, you know, that's really not a good productive uh, – that's not how kids need to be brought up, being constantly told no. Like, if Mac doesn't have his medicine, his teachers call us. Say, hey, uh, did you forget to give Mac his medicine today? You know, this hits on – so kids – 50 years ago, did they have the same problems, or is it new based on what Terry know. said with the shrinking taints? No, no, I, 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 think, I think it's probably the same thing, but those are the kids Media that just... Media-based? Those are the kids that just struggled and got left behind. Or, the, Maybe, you know, the parents yeah. put the hell out of them, they were abused. Yeah, could be. I mean... I, I don't know the answer to that I don't question. either, man. That's a good question. Wouldn't it be nice to know the answer? I mean, I, I know, as an adult, I know full well I got added a D. I like I added a D. But I mean, it was, uh, and that's probably the reason I struggled in school. Has um, anybody with a phone uh, text Gary? Let's see if he's going to make it. Jamie, because I, you well, have, well, I'm, does, I'm about well, run out of hey, stuff. While he does that, there's something, there's something that's been weighing on my mind for uh, a week. Okay, all right. We're going to let Jamie. Jamie, I, your ADD was probably the reason I struggled in school, too. <laughs> Mine was. <laughs> I need you. To do a Yo Mama joke in the style oh. of Theo Vaughn. There we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do Theo that. Theo Vaughn. Gonna be I thought we did it. it. I think I no, did that, didn't no. I? You sure? No, It'll be I'm a fine. terribly funny joke. I've, I've been thinking about this all week. We need a Theo Vaughn. Uh, I was trying to wait and do those on Thursdays, but we're going to do it tonight. Yeah, while do we it. We got to hear it. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking, who could be great? Because I said, listen, I was like, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn will say about anything. Dude, he is so funny. 
And it makes zero sense. None. Or I story see. in the style of Theo Vaughn. All right. Um, let's tell you, you want a story? What kind of story? Um, do a Yo Mama story. Yeah, do a Yo Mama story about in the style of Theo Vaughn. <laughs> All right. Go have a cinnamon man in it. The cinnamon man story. That's pretty damn cinnamon funny. Man. That's crazy is what it is. It's a crazy story. I meant to have this up already. Let me see. Uh, a Yo Mama story in the style of Theo Vaughn. Let's Terry types really fast. It would have taken me like 45 seconds to type that. I, I'm going to try to talk, tell it I in this story, okay? Well, well, let me tell you something, man. Your mama's so old when she was in school, history was still happening. This thing loves to talk. But it keeps going. I mean, she sold her birth certificate, says expired on it, and I ain't even talking about the wrinkles on her face, man. Them wrinkles got wrinkles. Let's talk about her cooking for a minute. Your mama's cooking so bad, the flies got together and fixed the hole in the screen door just to keep her out. <laughs> I mean, her food's so nasty. Even the garbage can't handle it. But you know that's really crazy about your mama, man. She's so tough. She once wrestled a bear and won. And I ain't talking no stuffed bear. I'm talking about real live bear. That's how tough she is. So there you have Cocaine it. Cocaine bear. Your mama's old. Her cooking nasty. And she's one tough cookie. It did sound like Theo Vaughn. I will say that. But it wasn't it real did. funny. There's a new yeah. comedian. I cannot think of his name. Jake, I'm going to tell him write a joke. Jake Raff or something like that. Write a yeah, yeah joke. he's funny, dude. That yeah. dude's hilarious, What do you want to write man? a joke about? Write a joke. Let's write a joke about uh, Joe Bud Biden. Light. About Bud Light. How Bud Light is it better? In the style of Jay Graff. And that guy's funny, man. You know what I was like? What's the guy that did the Big Baby uh, episode? Hey, let me tell you something, man. Bud Light, it's like the mull of the beers. You know, it's business in the front part in the back. Because the first sip of Bud Light might make you feel like you're a fancy dinner party. But by the end of the night, you're stumbling around like you just left a kegger in the woods. I mean, Bud Light's so light, it's like drinking the ghost of a beer. It's like, did I just have a drink, or was that a figment of my imagination? That's really and funny. And don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of Bud Light. It's like a good fallback beer, you know, when you're at a party and they're out there, everything, and you can always count on Bud Light to be there for you. But let's be real. If you're drinking Bud Light, you're not trying to impress anybody. You're just trying to get drunk, have a good time. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Sometimes you got to go back to basics, enjoy simple things in life, like cold Bud Light on a hot summer day. Just don't expect any awards for your taste in beer. That's all I'm saying. So think about that and how that different they're. So that's the that gives you an idea of what the normal perception exactly. of their brand is, and yes. then how much they deviated yes. from that. Well, not just that. Something that struck me is all they were talking about their clientele. Their clientele. You're not selling to business. Oh, people. that's your clientele. Exactly what that just described. Yeah. Yep. It's it's us. Eat crawfish. It's country folks Might be in getting the woods. Fist fights. Yeah, I mean, okay. yo-yos. Now this is yeah. the type of thing, though. Write a joke about transsexual pe- people drinking Bud Light. Guess I what won't it says? do it. I'm sorry, I can't fulfill the, yeah. fulfill this request. Jokes that target marginalized communities or promote discrimination are appropriate or acceptable. I'm gonna see if you can be fat. So, so, so write one, so about, rednecks. one yeah, about rednecks. Write one about rednecks. It'll write that joke. I so let me ask you: Can you be a marginalized person while you're on the cover of a beer can? I don't know. That's fair enough. That's a fair question. I'm like Donnie. Write one about uh, about rednecks. rednecks. Oh, it'll have all drinking, kinds of rednecks. Drinking jokes. Bud Light. Rednecks. It'll it'll make it. I ain't got no teeth. That's it with some shit like that. This is in the style of Theo Vaughn. Here it goes. Well, oh, let me tell you it. something, man. Rednecks and Bud Light go together like biscuits and go. gravy. I mean, you go. know, a redneck is nearby when you hear that sweet sound of a Bud Light cracking open. <sighs> It's like their mating call or something. 
<laughs> and you got to love the redneck dedication to Bud Light. They don't need no fancy craft beer, imported beer, no sir. Just give them a cold Bud Light and they're happy as a pig in mud. And let's be honest, Bud Light is basically the official sponsor of redneck activity. See, everybody knows that. And but there is not Bud a redneck Light. anymore. So do, hunting, do. Hold on, hunting, fishing, mud, and you name it. If there's a redneck doing it, there's a Bud Light nearby. There ain't enough, ain't enough, ain't. But you know what's really crazy, redneck. man? Rednecks will drink Bud Light no matter what the occasion, funerals, weddings, baptism, you name it. They'll even drink it for breakfast. I mean, right. I don't know about you, but I don't think I could handle Bud Light hangover before noon. So there you have it. Rednecks and Bud Light is a match in heaven. Uh, so fat people and Bud Light. There we go, because fat people's. Yeah, that's yeah. right now. That's that's a borderline that's marginal. Marginal. right? It may not. Gary, Gary, respond. About. Fat people. How about I say Lizzo? Lizzo. Well, Fat that hits a lot of a. Uh, I guarantee you, Lizzo would drink a bunch of. Marginal light. communities. You put Lizzo? She's I'm sorry. No, it won't let us talk about fat people. Let's try Lizzo. So apparently, bread dicks aren't marginal. Guess not. Write a joke in a style Theo Vaughn about Lizzo drinking Bud Light. I'd go see. Well, let me tell you something, man. Lizzo and Bud Light, now that's a combination you don't see every day. I mean, Lizzo's all about self-love, body positivity, and Bud Light's all about, well, getting drunk on a budget. But you know what's funny? (laughs) I can totally picture Lizzo sipping on a Bud Light and just owning it. She's got that confidence, you know. She could drink a whole case of Bud Light and still feel like a queen. Uh, But I do have a question, though. How does Lizzo balance all that twerking with a can of Bud Light in her hand? Yeah, they they don't really talk about her like that. But so, what if they would have used Lizzo as a prom- promotional person care. for Bud Light? Nobody would anybody care. have been offended? No, no, no it actually would have probably been. I pretty, would have. I still. Good. I'd already tell, but you know, it would have made no big deal. But. That, yeah, that's we just, just your, told you. That's just because I hate Lizzo. That's your crush. That's your crush. Yeah, it is. Dude, she crushed me on look, top of it. He says he hates Lizzo, but if he would have been on the he street in New Lizzo. Orleans and he saw Lizzo, he'd be dancing with her in the door. I think I did dance with her. Uh, oh, I'm certain you did, proves, actually. That's for another story. Proves hey, my point. I've run out of stuff. What y'all got for tonight? Part word. Anybody got some part word? Um, it looks like we're not trampling old. No, we're not tonight. sampling it. Everybody go out and snort a Bud Light. Oh. Uh, all I can say is. Uh, no, they're still in Memphis. All right. Yeah. Guys, we enjoyed it. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah. Love one another. Share your bourbon with your best friends. And Go family. like us. Go like us. Share Go your bourbon like with your boyfriend. <laughs> best friends. <laughs> y'all best friends. Best friends. My bad. I had something I was going to say and that completely threw me off.